Hey, this is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. Thank you so much for listening to our show. Uh, my actual day job is a personal trainer and online personal trainer. And if you like what you've been hearing and need help and need help with accountability uh, with your workouts, uh, please see the podcast description for my email and reach out and uh, see if we can help you out and get you to your fitness goals. Other than that, enjoy the show. How's it going, everyone? This is Brad Williams with Over 40 Fitness Hacks. I have my new season co-star with me here, uh, Tim Kelly. How's it going, Tim? Very well, thank you. Awesome. Thanks for joining us. You're welcome. All right, what's the next nutrient? All right, we're going to go on to iron, which is the core mineral. And the reason why iron is the core mineral is because it builds your blood. Uh, The oxygen is the element you need more than any other. And without oxygen, you're pretty much dead in six minutes. Mm -hmm. Uh, Iron is your oxygen carrier via the substance called hemoglobin in your body. And iron is terribly misunderstood. Now, a lot of times when people are growing up, um, they hear about the old folks and they're taking their Geritol or their one a day plus iron or something like that. Why is that? Well, it's because everyone knows that when people get older, their iron levels are depleted. So a lot of people were taking these iron supplements. So the people who got rich off those were the people who produced the iron supplements and plumbers because plumbers would show up at houses that had clogged drains or clogged toilets, and they would find a bunch of iron pills in the toilet because they were pretty much not being absorbed. (laughs) So you have to know what you're doing with iron. And believe me, I, I have a lot of personal experience with this. As a matter of fact, when I got to the other side of it, that's how I was enhancing bodily regeneration because there were things in the literature that aren't told to people. These are things that maybe only I find out in my experiments. So that's why we're going to focus on on iron here. So there's a, a lot of different forms of iron, but if you can't get plant-derived colloidal iron and your inorganic iron is not absorbing too well, what form hmm. of iron might you want to take? Uh, chelated. That is correct. So you want to focus on supplementing with chelated iron if you're going to use a supplement. The other thing that I discovered was that the form of iron that absorbs best is a ferric phosphate. That's a iron and phosphorus together. That tends to appear in grains. So if you're looking for an easy natural way to get your ferric phosphate, hit your iron target, the grains actually are pretty awesome. And it's the same ones that we just talked about. Wheat, oats, buckwheat, um, very high in iron. And they have the cofactors with them to help that iron absorb. So that's the next major thing that you have to understand about iron from the nutritional side. It does require these cofactors. One mm-hmm. of those cofactors we just mentioned, vitamin C. Vitamin C will drastically assist your iron absorption. But there are other cofactors too. There's so many of them. I'm not even going to get into all of them. They are in my book and you will regenerate if you get all those other cofactors. But the reason why I'm rushing past the cofactors is to get to the next point, which is detox. Iron is very unique among the minerals. If you don't master detox, you're wasting your time. And this mm-hmm. is why. In an experiment, this is one of the earliest experiments I heard about when I first started health research. There was an experiment done for somebody who was iron deficient anemic. And there were two different approaches, two different people, two different approaches. Person number one did detox and took no iron supplements. Person number two took iron supplements and did no detox. They were both analyzed afterwards. Guess which one had higher levels of iron? The one that detoxed. And you are correct. Because what you what, this is what you have to understand. So 
we were talking about different forms of minerals. So one of the forms of minerals that's pretty common is a citrate. You have like a potassium citrate, calcium citrate, copper citrate. Okay, so what they did were experiments with a lot of the little bugs that bug people, uh, the bacteria, and they gave them a lot of citrates. They gave them potassium citrate, copper citrate. They pretty much ignored every single citrate and went hog wild on iron citrate. They love iron. So when your biome, when your bacterial colony in your body shifts to the negative and you start taking iron supplements without detoxing, the negative microbes are stealing all of your iron. They're getting stronger. You're yep. getting weaker. You're doing this the wrong way. You have got to go through detox. So in my book, I've put together uh, the most powerful complete detox formula I've ever heard of. Uh, garlic, by the way, is one of the components of that. We're going to mention another one of them here in a little bit. And if you use that, you cut down the negative bacteria that are stealing your iron, and then that iron becomes available to you. A lot of the iron in the body is actually recycled. So if you use your chelated iron, use your ferric phosphate, use your cofactors and detox the body, you will see this regeneration that I'm referring to. And I mm -hmm. mentioned earlier on. Okay, so that's why iron is of crucial importance. Your blood is built from it. And pretty much everything in your body depends on your circulation. If something is not getting adequate circulation, then it's going to suffer. So, you know, I, this is, again, something that was very personal for me. So I'll mention a few quick things on that. So one, hyperthyroidism, that's a question I didn't know how to answer early on in my health research career. Apparently I had hyperthyroidism without even knowing it. And when I started countering anemia by building up my blood with iron, I got rid mm. of it. It was pretty shocking. Um, I did an informal survey with people asking them this question. If, you, if money was not an object, where would you set your AC in your house? And almost everybody said 75 to 77, something like that. I said 68. And I didn't realize how much of a freak I was until I did that informal survey. And it was because I had hyperthyroidism. I was sweating like crazy if the temperature was like 72 degrees. That's what I was used to. I didn't know why. But when I countered all of this with my counter anemia measures, suddenly I sweat like a normal person. So now if it's 75 degrees in the room, I'm not sweating like crazy like I used to. So that was one of the first things that I beat with my countering anemia measures. The other thing is, this is your blood supply, folks. You know, when you talk about getting older and all the different things that come with it, whether it's forgetting somebody's name or you're getting dizzy or the old person falls down as they're walking or something like that, that's the blood supply to your brain. I mean, if you want your brain to keep functioning well, if you don't want to lose your sense of balance, you know, as you're going through life, you need a healthy blood supply of blood to the brain. And iron okay. is at the core of that. Okay, so you have got to get your iron levels on track. If you want to get your muscles in the, in the best shape, there's actually a substance in the body uh, sibling to hemoglobin called myoglobin. Okay, that's in the muscles. Um, this is another topic I'll just mention just because we're speaking to a fitness crowd. I'll, I'll do it quickly. Yeah. Um, the fast twitch and the slow twitch muscles. Okay, the white meat and the red meat. Um, that's something else I didn't know um, that's just kind of fascinating because I did well in every fast twitch activity um, the slow twitch activities, the ones that call for endurance, I tended not to do so hot and I didn't understand why. And now I do. And it was because my iron levels were never where they were going to be. And you're, you're going to go through the same thing. I also found out an additional tidbit of information. I wish someone had told me this because it's really interesting. Okay. So because the fast twitch muscles are considered more important for your survival than the slow twitch, they get a bias of protection. And remember before I was talking about how, if your pH gets too low, your muscles will slump to ammonia. Yep. Well, the first muscles sacrificed are apparently your slow twitch muscles. 
they're your iron-based muscles and they're concentrated in your back. Uh, so we're talking about trapezius, your back muscles and some of your thighs. And I was working out like crazy and my arms would develop really well, my calves would develop really well. And it turned out everything that was developing really well was fast twitch muscle. Uh, so slow twitch muscles aren't gonna develop in you all that much. You don't have to sit back and say, oh, you know, I have these horrible, horrible genes that just wanna allow my back muscles to grow. No, probably because you're too low in iron. So if you do that, experiment with that, check out the results, you might like them. I'm ready for my next min ready for my next mineral unless you have questions. Yeah. Um, well, you know, that part is, you know, where where the fast twitch and slow twitch is on everyone it has something to do with genetics, I think. Yes, I know, it does. I know for myself, you're talking how great your calves are going. My calves and forearms have a lot of slow twitch in there. It's why they're real hard to, you know, bodybuild with. But okay. great for endurance. So I have the opposite problem. I want to slow down my endurance and get the size on. Mm -hmm. So is that an iron issue too, or if that's, that's what it's supposed to be because they, they there do have are, the endurance in them. There are some people out there who are um, speculating on, on different things. They say that, okay, so this gets into exercise itself. So I myself have developed my own fitness program. I call it OptiFlex. Mm -hmm. And what a key component of that is appreciating the value of doing aerobic versus anaerobic exercise. So basically, if you do anaerobic exercise, you have the ability to build up your fast twitch muscles. Your yep. aerobic exercise is what's going to largely build your slow twitch muscles. So that's the general way of approaching it. Now, there's a theory, and I have no idea if this theory is accurate or not. I'm just tossing it out there. Mm -hmm. Is it possible that if you ate more white meat, you would develop more slow twitch muscles? Is it possible that if you ate more slow twitch meat, you would develop more slow twitch muscles? I mean, it, it seems like it's possible. I don't know, but I, don't know I, either. I think you're, I think you're also correct though, that probably due to geography of your ancestors, their life conditions, people got a certain genetic bias towards fast twitch or slow twitch, because that's what was needed in that particular environment. So there are some genetic components to this, but there are nutritional components as well. Yeah, I agree. And there's only, and there is uh, training principles to to offset that, depending on what you want to do, it's just for most people, it's not, it still doesn't get them to what they visually want to see, but you right. know, that's visually is not as important as health. So, you know, being over 40, we're kind of more focused on that. Anyways. But hopefully with uh, potassium and iron and zinc and doing things that you've never done before to get in harmony with nature, you may make more progress than you think you're capable of. Exactly. Maybe surprised. Okay. Right. Tim, how, how do my listeners get a hold of you? How do they get a hold of your book? Uh, do you have any social media website? I do have a website. It's uh, Polytope Press. That's P-O-L-Y-T-O-P-E. And if you go to DuckDuckGo, the search engine, and you type Polytope Press in the search box, the website will be the first one that comes up. Uh, it has an unusual address, uh, so it might just be easier to just follow those instructions to get there. And you can look up the books, Natural Healing Self-Empowerment or OptiFlex. And that should help guide you to the website as well. And I'd love to hear from people because I'm always like to get feedback from experiences that people are having if they're pursuing these ideas. Awesome. And uh, everyone knows I always uh, throw in all the details in the written form as links for uh, the podcast on Spotify or Apple. So you can just click on the links and go to from there. Um, but, uh, Tim, uh, thank you for your time and thank you for being on the show and I'm sure we'll get you on for a few more episodes as well. I look forward to it. Thanks for having me. Awesome. Thank you.